pretty sure that w this non-dual awake aware understanding is what is is the only thing that's ever actually happening at all times <clears throat> and if we believe or think otherwise or feel otherwise it doesn't really matter i mean it does in a sense that we can honor the exact experience of perceived separation that we're having but there's not really the reality is that in that moment we're just falsely misperceiving ourselves as an object instead of being in the knowing and when i say knowing i mean the felt understanding that we are at all times the subjective awareness that perceives all objects and all objects appear arise within appear in and arise within our own subjectivity and they all dissolve back into that non-dual non-objective subjectivity which is infinite which is not limited to this temporary mind and this temporary body so the story that i want to tell and i'm I'm I, I may have said that quickly, but it's just like a stream of consciousness of how it's coming to me. And it, I, I don't know. I, don't know, I guess that's, that's the, the speed that it came out. So that is what it is. But I do actually, I'm realizing that I have a desire to slow things, to slow this down, to slow this down. All of that, I think, was me attempting to point to the fact that if we, if we can consciously realize the nature of ourself as the limitless, edgeless, boundless peace and happiness that we are, we're going to free ourselves from any illusory suffering that we might be falsely buying into now it is an illusion because it's not what we think it is it is actually something else and that's something else that it actually is well first it's not even really an it it's objectless peace happiness that gets confused as an ego as a mind as a body as some suffering object but it's actually calling out and crying for its own realization to be seen for the nothingness that it really is it, it that's why I'm, I'm saying it's not even really an it it's just its nature our nature your nature my nature our nature is this wordless this is why i can't this is exactly why i can't give it words because it's not actually an it it's just subjective totally neutral balanced <clears throat> non-objective awareness consciousness like this is the term that people call this beingness this which is just what this is beyond the isness that i am giving it with labels it's that which is and is not simultaneously it's everythingness and nothingness and it's just what's happening now. And that's certainly not a temporary mind and body that dies and that's suffering. That mind and that body may have pain 
and it may see itself experiencing pain, see its own form experiencing pain, but it is that which it really is, is that which is aware of its own form experiencing that pain. It is not exclusively that pain doesn't maybe even necessarily make the pain any less painful. However, it is being seen through a lens that, that it is. Something like that. Okay. So what I really want to say, what I'm, what I'm getting at, this, this story now, I, a couple of months ago, I gave up meditating because I'm a, I am, I've got a spiritual identity and part of that spiritual identity deeply enjoys meditating a lot. And so I gave it up. <clears throat> Zlatka and Mila, they both, I think it was Zlatka's idea, but there's both of them there definitely in the moment that I had the realization. I was like, oh man, I'm attached to my meditation practice. So I gave it up. I gave up meditating. And at some point or another, I had an experience of self-inquiry. Very, I was experiencing this very intense energy. And I wanted to just, um, of course, leave it up to a meditator who gave up a formal practice of sitting, <clears throat> which is crazy. I mean, this if, if you want to talk about somebody who just twists their own game to do what they want, that's me in this story. I decide I'm not going to meditate, but I'm going to do self-inquiry which is a form of meditation, and that's what I would formally do in my meditation anyhow, along with just resting as my true nature, um, which is, I call it, that abiding, just abiding as the peace, as the, as what I am, without necessarily doing things like self-inquiry. However, if I'm not abiding, I'm doing self-inquiry. I'm either engaging in some other contemplative practice, practicing self-inquiry, or just abiding. And that's basically what makes up my entire practice. And what I mean by self-inquiry is asking if I'm aware that I'm having whatever experience, I'm asking, who is it that's aware? What is it that's aware? What is it that's aware? Who am I? Who am I? Which is a thought, and then there's these spaces in between thoughts, and then if I'm not having these thoughts, I'm just resting as the abiding peace that is my true nature, which is even what I am now as I speak this, which is interesting uh, to have that awareness. So I'm, I go and lay on the bed and I'm like just investigating who or what is experiencing this intense energy. And I keep going in and in and in. When I say in, I keep going inward and asking who or what is it that feels like they can't experience that they can't handle this intense energy. What is this? What is this? What is this? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And it was very intense and repetitive. And I just kept feeling, I'm like, who, what is feeling this? What is this? Who is this? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And I didn't really know what the answer is. You know, I'm just like, whoa, this is a fucking intense experience. But I want to question it. I'm curious about it. I was kind of nervous and afraid feeling, honestly. So I was questioning who or what is feeling this. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, 
at least so it appeared, there's this, this answer, which I think I'm cloaking my experience with words conceptually after, no, I don't think I am actually. I don't think I'm doing that. A voice clear as day came in and that voice said what can't be said or it came close and it said you Christopher and this was interesting because alright back to give the side note couple of days before I was not meditating laying on a blanket outside in Costa Rica listening to a Ram Dass podcast just imagining myself basically as Ram Dass in a parallel life and how I had been introduced to psilocybin mushrooms like two or three years before and it took him like five or six years to meet his guru and I was like okay that means I'm two or three years into the journey that means I'm going to meet my guru in two or three years and I don't really believe in having a guru as a physical person like I don't know if that's for me however the interesting thing is is the way that this has been explained to me the way that this works and the way that I understand grace grace of, of there's an intuitive I understand this intuitively that if I have a guru, it's not really up to me to decide. If that's the way it is, that's just the way it is. And I never really accept, I never really ignored that and rejected that, but I've also never really actively welcomed that in. Like, it's been this, it was up until then, it was this thing that I kind of had off to the side of the shelf. I'm like, yeah, well, if that's the way it is, great. And I don't think it's the way it is. That's sort of my opinion about it. And as I'm listening to Ram Dass talk about his guru, I had this weird, beautiful experience where I just, grace, I don't know what else to call it. And I said, if that's the way it is for me, I'm ready. And I want to meet this guru. I want to, if I have a guru, guru, I'm ready. And I'm speaking it again right now. If you are a physical entity somewhere in this universe, I want to meet you and I am ready and only you will be able to verify this name that you gave to me. Interestingly, as I talk about this out loud, I'm almost, I feel like I'm about to get tinglys all over my body. I'm the only one that has this. I'm the only one that has been able to verify it. So am I my own guru? Does that mean I am my own guru? What a trick. What a way. That would be. That would be the. The most epic cosmic joke. If I turn out. And I said this to myself upon accepting this. It could be me. I could be my own guru. And interestingly, I've been going around telling this, sharing this story many, many times. No one else has ever verified it. There was no one else with me when I was investigating. And my guru, it's funny how I say this too, like jokingly, which I'm starting to wonder if it's not a joke, which the implications of that are absolutely epic. 
God, I think they're epic. I'm kind of feeling it right now, too. All right, I'm just going to... I'm going to say it. I'm going to explore this out loud. This is like holy shit right now for me. Holy guru shit. That's right. My guru comes to me as I'm doing self-inquiry. And this is just days after I've surrendered listening to this Ram Das podcast. Like, what are the chances that this would happen? What are the chances? I go, I don't even, there's something that happened that I don't actually remember during this experience. It's like I blacked out during self-inquiry or something. And this energy comes and this energy says to me clearly, as if it's an assignment, not even an assignment, but it was describing me, my energy, what my energy is as form in the universe. Like all these different things in the universe have different labels and titles. And my guru came to me. Ah, this bastard. I love him. I think it is me. I'm pretty sure that it's me playing a fucking trick on myself. And I think it's funny. My higher self, that is my guru self, thinks it's this is a hysterical thing for me to do to myself. And this guru comes, it's like this hovering over energy, and it's like Christopher, it didn't say Christopher. But this was the exact message that it gave to me. You are the unspeakable bliss of the universe. And immediately I come back to it and I'm like, holy shit. And I, I think I run out and I tell a lot of time, like, my guru just gave me my spiritual name. My guru told me that I am the unspeakable bliss of the universe. I proceed to Google this, and one of the first things that pop up is Sat Chidananda. And I'm just like, I can't handle this. I can't handle this. How, of course, it comes in the form, if you're familiar with. If you're familiar with like yoga and these different guru, guru names, Ananda means like when, when something is Ananda, like Yogananda, his name, for example, means uh, the, the bliss of union. So Ananda means bliss of. And I'm over here receiving the fact that I'm pretty sure I just tricked, I fooled myself, left my identity as Christopher went into my role as my own guru without giving myself that, but how sick am I that I wouldn't even fully let myself know? I'm like, eh, I'm going to pretend that I'm someone else that you might meet when I'm pretty sure, baby, I'm pretty sure I'm figuring out through this podcast, which I can cut, that I am my own guru. And I do you realize how crazy of a joke it is that I surrendered to my guru coming into my life? And when when I, we were in Costa Rica and I was listening to Ram Dass podcast, right? And then two days later, I'm doing heavy self-inquiry. I have this blackout experience. My guru, I told you this, comes to me and says, Christopher, you are the unspeakable bliss of the universe. As a, and then I'm realizing right now, and I jokingly say every time I say this story, I'm like, you know, I'm open to the fact that it could be me. <laughs> and and, and, and it, it is. I, I pose and I, I tell I tell it I'm like and if anybody comes along and can verify this I've I'm the one that's been verifying it. Of course. 
course. Who else is gonna verify? But the thing is, is I'm over here seriously thinking like I'm that. This is this is when you tell me that I'm, I'm so gullible, like I'm so innocent that I forget that even. I'm like ah, yeah. I mean I don't. I'm so like I'm literally so curious about it. I'm like you know what? Maybe I'll meet him. I don't know. I kind of like. I'm actually really humble when it comes to that. And, and, and part of this is me realizing that I know that, like, I get the way this thing works and how I can't actually say. Like, I figured out the cosmic joke. I got enlightened. I am my own guru. And I gave myself the name Unspeakable Bliss of the Universe because I knew it's funny because my own disciple, which is me, can never actually even say who he really is, which is to say that he's his own guru and he's his own teacher and he's his own student because that's crazy but it's also true can I put this out can I just baby I've just had a dialogue I haven't stopped speaking since you left and it's been pure gold I'm gonna have to cut it did you get this I mean it's got a guru's approval right my guru's approval. Sure. Never feels good. It's got, not only now does it have a guru's approval, but it's got Slodka's approval. This doesn't even have to be our second podcast. This is just going to be an audio of... <sighs> Goodness. Truth box. An audio of unspeakable bliss. So I cannot even name it. The audio that cannot be named. <gasps> I'm gonna share. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, now I'm like thinking of like sharing this with people and people listening to it. And I just exposed myself. I just exposed my guru. I'm talking over here like I'm my own guru. <sighs> I'm not. I'm the unspeakable bliss of the universe. Wink, wink. All right, you heard it first from this this thing that is not Zodko and I's second podcast, but it's this other thing that I'm sharing with you. So thanks for listening to it. I hope you got enlightened too, listening to this. I sure did. But the eye that I think got enlightened didn't because this is just this endless story of this guy that's trying to find enlightenment. So... I didn't get enlightened, and probably you neither did you. Not as an individual entity, that's for sure. Thanks for listening. I love you.